0: Ovid's Heroides is a wonderful set of letters, one of his earliest works, what he did is write um, what's been called the the earliest example of fan fiction about um, the Odyssey and other works of Greek literature, and uh, his format is an idea that he borrowed from the poet Propertius of uh, having monologues in the form of letters written by Women to their absent lovers. And the very first one is written by Penelope to Odysseus. Uh, she starts out by letting Odysseus know that she feels abandoned and she criticizes the Trojan War as uh, not worth the pain that it's caused to the women back home in Greece. Ovid makes it clear immediately that. Uh, she knows the war is over. She says, Troia yaket kerte. Troy, undoubtedly, Troy lies in ruins. Kerte. Kerte means that something is certain in the mind of the speaker, right? Certainly isn't like, I know this for certain, uh, and is often used in protests, right? So if you look at sort of the context of this word, it's typically uh, used by like, well, certainly we know that this is true, so what's wrong with you? All right, so the unspoken protest here is uh, that you know you should be back by now and she expands on this theme later on uh, the very first line the word lento slow um, makes this complaint also he's slow in coming home um, other key words in this initial passage and I'll, I'll just read you the first few lines and then talk about the next chunk um, before i go on uh, in this first 10 lines or so some of the key words express her loneliness um, deserto empty, Uh, frigida, cold, relicta, left behind or abandoned, widuas, meaning alone or, you know, widowed, basically. Uh, Some of these adjectives actually apply to things, right? Her bed is what's deserto, and her hands are are what are widuas, but they all emphasize her psychological state. And that's really the, the beauty of these poems, is they are meditations on the inner state of these great heroines. Uh, throughout the poem, Ovid tests your knowledge of the Odyssey. Right? There will be a lot of this as we go on. Uh, the, first, the first one is an easy one, it's a reference to Penelope weaving. The idea that Penelope is weaving is very familiar if you know the Odyssey at all. Uh, she does a lot of weaving, most famously of the Shroud of Laertes. All right, so the tela is, refers to the warp, or the upright threads of the loom into which the weft is woven. It's said here to be pendula, hanging, suspended, which just means that it's upright, not that it's kind of not that it's swinging from the rafters or anything like that. All right, so I'll read you these first ten lines, and then I'll talk about the next ten, and uh, go on after that. Haik tua penelope, lento tibi mitet ulixe. Nil mihi ores attinet ipse veni troia jacet certe Dana is in wisapuelis wix priamus tanti totaque troia fuit o tinam tum, cum laqueda classe petebat o brutus insanis esset adulter aquis Non ego deserto, iacoissem frigida lecto. Nec quererer tardos ire relicta dies. Nec mihi quirenti spatiosam falre noctem, lassaret viduas pendula tela manus. So in line three, uh, Penelope refers to herself as Puella, uh, which seems not quite right since she's a mature married woman. Uh, but I think Ovid here is trying to say, in my opinion, this, what, the reason he does that is that he, he's trying to get across that Penelope is still in love with Odysseus, that she she's in the class of lovers. and Puella is the standard term for beloved in Roman love poetry. Uh, and these are love poems. Um, he emphasizes this in the next section here, just coming up, where Penelope talks about how afraid she is that Odysseus will get hurt, or how afraid she was uh, before she knew that he'd survived. Uh, and she emphasizes, like, this is how lovers are. Uh, they're nervous and they're worried, So solikiti. Um, she sort of states this as a general rule, lovers, lovers worry. She grows pale at the mention of Hector's name, um, or at the mention of the victory of one of Troy's other great champions, uh, Memnon or Sarpedon. Now, here, here's Ovid again testing your mythological knowledge, uh, and he gets a bit more intense. Hector, well, there's no problem there if you know the Iliad. Um, the mention of the death of Antilochus is a little trickier. Uh, Antilochus was a son of Nestor uh, the, uh, from Pylos, who's mentioned in Book 4, The Odyssey, when Telemachus is in Pylos talking to Nestor, uh, as having been killed was Antilochus by the Ethiopian champion Memnon. Uh, Memnon was the son of Dawn uh, from Ethiopia, it was a late arrival to Troy. Who, came, who come, He comes after the Iliad ends um, and is killed by Achilles, but in the meantime, Memnon kills Antilochus. All right, so another obscure character who is mentioned here is Telepolemus. Uh, Telepolemus, according to Iliad Book 5, was killed by Sarpedon, who's another great Trojan ally, uh, this time from Lycia in Asia Minor. So Ovid uh, identifies these great Trojan allies, these great Trojans, or Trojan allies, Hector, Mennon, and Sarpedon, uh, by their victims. Right? He identifies them by the names of their victims because Penelope says that she gets nervous any time she gets news that any Greek has been killed. And the way she puts it is, the heart of a lover grows colder than ice. So again, this emotion, this worry, portrays her as a lover, not so much as a wife, though of course a wife would be nervous too. Uh, But the way she puts it, and listen for the word amantes at the end of this section, um, it portrays her, puts her in that category. Quando ego non timui graviora pericula veris, res est soliciti plena timoris amor. In te fingebam violentos troas ituros, nominem Hectorio pallida semper eram. Si equis antilocum narrabat ab hoste revictum, antilocus dostri causa timoris erat. Si eu menoi tiaden falsis cecidise sub armis, flebam succesu posse carrere dolos. Sanguine tle polemus, luciam tepefegrat hastam, tle polemi leto cura novata meest. Denique, quis quis erat castris jugulatus acivis, frigidus claquiae, pectus amantis erat. Okay, so in the next section, uh, Penelope makes it clear how she knows that the war is over and that Odysseus uh, survived it the other Greek leaders have all returned. This, is, this emerges now. Uh, in the first line that I'll read in a minute, uh, line 23, "Costo," the word "costo" or, or chaste, loyal, makes it clear that she has remained faithful, which she famously did, though pressed by numerous suitors. Ovid uh, now goes into some details of what's going on around Penelope. Uh, she says, the altars are smoking, altario fumant, with thank offerings, and that loot from the war is being hung up as dedications. Pony is the sort of technical term for this, hanging something, placing something in a temple as a dedication and thank offering to the god. Uh, by the way, this is not a Homeric detail, right? This doesn't really happen in Homer, uh, at least not that I recall, uh, but one that's taken from later times, this custom of dedicating spoils in temples. It was Roman, Greeks do it too. Uh, the returning warriors, are described um are describing their exploits to their parents and wives who are giving thank offerings to the gods for their safe return right so uh penelope's exclusion from these celebrations is just hinted at he doesn't belabor this but it's kind of obvious uh, that it's a source of bewildered frustration for her and, and really pathos for us she's um kind of through understatement i guess making odysseus feel bad Uh, Ovid expands on the storytelling element of the intimacy between husbands and wives, um, which is something that occurs late in the Odyssey, but at this stage obviously not uh, with Penelope, as Penelope dwells wretchedly on the happiness of others and how the wives are getting to hear about the stories. In the process, Ovid mentions some of the further mythological details for us to recognize and savor. in this case, it's the geography of Troy, right? Pergama, Pergama is the citadel of Troy. He mentions the Simois River, uh, the Promontory of Sygium, and the Palace of Priam. So what's happening here is that the, the returning warriors are drawing this in wine on a table. <laughs> uh, and, and this little detail that that's when it's happening uh, shows that it's part of the Welcome Home celebrations, uh, of which Penelope herself has been deprived. Avid also now has a chance to mention the greatest of the Greek heroes, Achilles, who's styled Ayakides by his, um, uh, by his patronymic, right, after Ayakos, his grandfather. And the, uh, the famous episode toward the end of the Iliad, where Achilles drags Hector's corpse around the walls. This you know, is a famously depicted in art and is kind of an emblem of the end of the Iliad. Uh, I, I like this a little bit because Ovid is just a master of compressed elusive narrative, right? He he figures you know this story, so all he says is that and here I'm quoting here, you've got to imagine somebody pointing at the spot of the diagram. Here, mangled Hector terrified the galloping horses. Hic uh, lacier admissos hector equos. It's just one line with one verb, one subject. Two nouns and two adjectives, sort of classic Latin poetry onion format. With the center is the verb, and then you have the the two, noun, the two nouns and the adjectives interwoven around it. Um, we in that single line we get the key event, the insulting of the corpse, and the key emotion, terror, teruuit is the verb. Yeah, uh, without any mention of the dragging or sort of the, any of the in- circumstances around that. Uh, the key touch to me is focalizing the, it through the eyes of the horses, um, which is of course not in the Iliad, um, but uh, the horses really stand in for us as the viewers of this grisly spectacle, and that's, a, I think, a, a really moving touch. Said bene consuluit casto deus aicus amori, versest in cinerem. Sospita Troia viro, argolici rediere Duques altaria fumant, ponitur ad patrios Barbara praida deos. Grata ferunt nuptae prosalvis dona maritis, illi victa suis Troica fata canunt. Mirantur justique senes trepidaeque puellae, Narrantis coniunx pendet ab ore wiri, Iam qualiquis posita monstrat feraproelia mensa, Pinget et exiguo pergama tota mero. Hac ibat simuis! Haic est Sigeia tellus! Hic steterat premi regia kelsa sinis. Illic Aiacides, illic tendebat Ulixes, hīc lacer admisos teruit Hector equos.